The Lord be with you. How about let's take a break today? Let's just take a, a little breather, a pause from the news, from the overstimulation, that feeling of having too much to do, and let's reboot. Let's just turn everything off for a bit. Let's put on hold what needs to be done so that we can spend time with our Heavenly Father. It is Jesus who is leading us in this. As in Matthew chapter 14, Jesus is experiencing what, I, I think I can say this, that Jesus is experiencing overload. He has just received horrible news. And then on top of that is the constant demand of people on his time and energies. Matthew 14 begins with Jesus receiving the news that his cousin and the man who is the herald of his kingdom, John the Baptist, has been beheaded by a bloody, petty tyrant. And that pretty well tells Jesus what's in store for him. And Jesus is needing time alone with the Father. He's needing time to grieve with the Father. He's needing time for fresh guidance, time to be refreshed, to be refueled. So in verse 13, it says that Jesus withdraws to a deserted place by himself. But then it says that Jesus sees the multitudes and is moved with compassion. Compassion. The most common emotion ascribed to Jesus in the Bible. And so it's hard for Jesus just to get away. It's hard for him to put a sign on the door that says, gone fishing. Jesus moved with compassion. He heals the sick. He feeds the hungry. The thousands he gives to them with nothing more than a boy's five loaves and two fishes. But Jesus knows that he's needing time alone with the Father. So after having done all of that, in verses 22 and 23, we read, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side. Well, he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, Jesus went up the mountain by himself to pray. Notice it says, immediately Jesus made them get into the boat. Now, the, the verb translated made them get into the boat. It, it, it's a strong word that is translated elsewhere in the Bible as compel, force. I can just imagine Jesus taking Peter by the arm and James and John and saying, hey guys, in the boat, now start rowing. Then the text says that Jesus went up the mountain by himself to pray. What we see Jesus doing here is something we see Jesus often doing in the Gospels. We read elsewhere that, that before dawn, he will go off to a deserted place to pray. Other times we see Jesus going up on a mountain to be alone so that he can give full undivided attention to the Father. Now I ask you, did the multitude still need Jesus? I mean, were there blind who had not yet been healed? Were there, were there hungry who still were in need of food? Of course, but Jesus knows his need to be with the Father. And he knows of his need to be with the Father if the needs of others will ever be met. So sometimes you just have to turn off the cell phone. You have to turn off the computer. You have to close the door so you can get alone with God. Hey, I'm preaching to myself on this. I need this. 
And Jesus knows that, you know, we can't always go out into the wilderness or climb some mountain to pray. And so in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6, verse 6, Jesus says, go into your closet and shut the door and pray to your father. The word translated here as closet, it's not what you and I think of as a closet in our two, three, and four bedroom homes. I mean, those little homes in Galilee, I mean, they were essentially one room, and that little room would have a pantry. It would have a storage room. That, that's the word Jesus uses here. Jesus is, is saying, hey, whatever it takes, wherever it takes, find a way to be alone with the Father. Jesus guarded his alone times with the Father because Jesus knew that they were the secret to his power, the secret to his effectiveness. Yes, Jesus is a son of God, but he needs time alone with the Father, to be loved by the Father, to be guided, to be refreshed, to be refueled. Jesus says that he only speaks what the Father tells him, that he only does what the Father shows him to do. Jesus needs time with the Father. I had a mentor who would say, to be little with God is to be little for God. But you know, I'm, I'm just really busy. I mean, look at all the stuff I have to do. And you know, it's good stuff. It's spiritual stuff. It's church stuff. But Jesus is saying that without God, it's nothing. Peter Kreft in his book, Prayer for Beginners says, we have time and prayer backwards. We think time determines prayer, but prayer determines time. We think our lack of time is the cause of our lack of prayer, but our lack of prayer is the cause of our lack of time. We have 24 hours in a day, just like Jesus. And think of all the technology. Think of all the labor-saving devices that we have. Oh, our lack of prayer is the cause of our lack of time. Think of the little boy here in Matthew 14. He, he makes a sacrifice. He gives up his whole lunch to Jesus, five loaves and two fish. And Jesus takes what the boy gives him. And Jesus multiplies them. And you will find, you will find that as you give your time to be with God, that he will multiply your time. And as we spend time with the Father, that means that wives, husbands, children, people around us, that, that they will benefit from, they will receive from the overflow because time alone with God triggers a snowball of effect of good that we do to others. One of the ways I like to spend time with the Father is what has been called palms down, palms up. It's a simple but powerful way of praying. And I want to close out today praying palms down, palms up. Whether you're sitting at your desk or in a chair or maybe even lying down, join with me in turning the palms of your hands downward. And with this physical gesture, you are saying to God that you are letting go from your grip. You are letting go any worry about the future you have, any worry, any guilt about the past, any fear that palms down, you release all of that to God. Now, after having released all of that into God's faithful hands, take the palms of your hands and turn palms upward. 
And in that gesture, you're saying to God that you're ready to receive, ready to receive from him his love, his forgiveness, his guidance, his strength, whatever it is that you need for today. I find that palms down, palms up is a prayer I can pray in two minutes, and it's a prayer why I could spend an evening with a father like that. And you might want to come back to palms down, palms up later in this day. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler on the Pilgrim Way. Thanks for listening. Until next time.